Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Five Core Life Podcast with Will Moore, founder of More Momentum. Today, we are talking all about narcissism, something called narcissist personality disorder. If you're not familiar with it, you will be after this episode. Lee Hammock comes in and talks about his own experience dealing with NPD and how to define narcissism for those that maybe aren't quite familiar or what the signs are to spot one. If you haven't already, go ahead and pound that subscribe button so you get notified when episodes air every week. Are you ready to fire all cylinders? If so, let's go. Hey, how you doing? So glad to have you on, man. So I saw I saw that. So my I'm not the, the game designer, uh, Lee Hammock. I, I saw that just pop up on here. Oh. So I don't do the, the game design part of it. <laughs> I seen I've saw that that biography of the dude, the, the other Lee Hammock that does the game design and the other stuff. But that's not, I'm just the mental health person. You know, I saw I mistaken like, hey, identity. Like, well, yeah, I said, you know what? Design, what did it come from? I was like, huh? well, we can talk. We can. Well, we can talk about some of that stuff. It's kind of I don't know if, if it's interesting to you, but I apologize. <laughs> so you, I, I looked you up. And I actually had my team. We just we just um, had some new people in our team. And bottom line, uh-huh. transition. Normally, I have uh, an hour before the show. I go through in detail the person, uh-huh. and that person's no, um, is going back to college. And so we basically, I had, I did it myself. And user error. I I, I looked up the wrong list. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. But no, that's that's fine because I, I saw I saw a pop up. I, I was like, games on. I, was like, I don't remember putting that. That's down. I, well, we got I got a good little yeah. conversation in about gamification, which is super important. So mm-hmm. let's talk about you. What what is it that you're doing, and how are you helping the world to to build momentum? All right. So the the way I'm helping the world. So my name is Lee Hammock, of course. Um, and the way I'm helping the world right now is to bring awareness to you know mental health issues, personality disorders, and things of that nature. My platform on, on Instagram is growing a little bit more here and there, but, you know, on TikTok, which is my main platform, is like 670,000 people now that I have following me over there, wow. you know, that I bought, that I'm bringing awareness to, you know, narcissistic personality disorder, um, getting helping getting people into therapy and, you know, helping people overall try to live, you know, better, healthier lives when, you know, I'm trying to get more people into therapy and open up the minds of people to realize that, you know, therapy isn't the end of the world. Like the stigma that comes with therapy, like just because you go to therapy doesn't mean that you're, you know, crazy <laughs> and stuff like well, that. That's right. I mean, and that's, I'm on the exact same boat and page as you. And I'm always telling people like, it's like why there's this still this stigma. It's getting better, I think, but this stigma with like just self-help in general it's like, I don't need help. What do I need? What was it? What am I brain broken? Why do I need help? And especially when I, you know, I don't know how old you are, but when I was a teen and I was struggling with stuff and I kind of was like looking at how to get help, I was totally ashamed. I was, I started reading self-help books and I loved them, but I was like, kind of do it secretly. Like I didn't want people to know, like I was trying to, and it's like, yeah, we're, we're out there and we're proudly, you know, buying the Maserati and, and, and doing all the things to show what we think is, is makes us awesome. And is, is a sign of success. Right. But the real success is, is getting your brain working for instead of against you and fixing issues and errors like you have, and if you can get yeah. help from other people, amen. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm 36 years old, so I'm you know, I kind of come from that same you know I don't know how old you are, but let's say I come from that same kind of you know born I was born in '85, so I know people just coming from where I come from in, in North Carolina that people tend to you know look down on you if you say anything about self improvement if it doesn't if it doesn't involve any kind of like great monetary increase if you're not making a lot of money based on your improvement and stuff like that people tend to kind of look down on you and think that there's something wrong with you absolutely but it's just kind of like i go to therapy you know i say i'm I'm diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder so i go to therapy and i try to be open about it too you know because i I mean 
I don't want to have to hide who I am from people. It, it gets, you know, it gets kind of, it feels like I'm living a, a disingenuous existence when I have to lie to people about who I actually am. So I decided right. to start my TikTok account last year based on, you know, just me trying to be honest and open with who I am. And it just kind of evolved into what it is now with me, you know, like touching nearly millions of lives. Like now people who know who I am just based on, based on my videos, you know, I've, I've been on the you know, national TV talking about this, just trying to spread the message, wow. that, you know, mental health and mental issues, like personality disorders or not, don't, doesn't, don't necessarily have to be a death sentence that you can, you know, you can have a personality disorder or mental illness and you can live a somewhat like, normal existence, you know, but you don't have to like go around hiding your truth and, and continually hurting people because, you know, you don't know what's going on inside of your head pretty much. So oh, that's that, what my motivation yeah. for um, Thank you for doing that. You know, and people we have on the show. So my, my crew who booked you, you know, they found you and, and I, you know, they know the types of people we want on the show. So even though you're not the gamification expert to me, this is, this is just, a, just as awesome. And, and you're basically, you're, you're doing something that is a niche of a niche of, of, of something that people just sort of look over. And it's like, like, you know, you look at a lot of these people, like just the society, the way we're set up, we look at these people as broken. And that's why these people, you know, they feel like they have to hide it. And like you said, not only is it affecting them negatively, but you made a point that, and I love that, that it's sort of like, it's also negatively affecting the people around them by having mm -hmm. to hide it and not be genuine and, and get help and, and, you know, have everybody like understand what's going on with them. There's no way that, that people are gonna, you know, understand that because it's, mm -hmm. it's their brain is working differently. Yeah. And unless people can comprehend and understand, it's gonna be an issue. Yeah. So that's what I've been trying to do. I've been trying to like let people inside of the way my brain work and like, and a lot of times I'm just brutally honest with how I think and how I process stuff. And people, you know, some people, it rubs a lot of people the wrong way and things like that. But most people, they take it, you know, for face value and they just realize they, they, that they might be in a relationship with someone that has a similar mindset as me that might have, that might have a personality disorder because you know that, you know, the word narcissist is thrown around a lot nowadays. Like everybody, if you break up with somebody, you're a narcissist. Like my ex-boyfriend is a narcissist. My mom's a narcissist. My dad's like everybody is a narcissist to people. So it's, it's thrown around so much that when people actually, you know, I might be a narcissist, like, like me in particular, when my wife kind of yelled at me in an argument, I was just like, I might, I was like, why did she call me that? So I looked it up online. I realized, it, you know, I fit into all these criteria. I was like, that's why I think the way I think. It kind of made sense to me. It gave, it kind of, you know, just gave me the answers to how I've been living my life. I was like, this makes so much sense to me because like I've literally been kind of, you know, stifled my entire life because I've always known that I was different and my mindset was different and my thought process was different. I just never knew why. You know, and so you're like, saying that you're a self-diagnosed narcissist? No, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been therapy. Yeah, I've been therapy for like the last four years for it. You know, I've been diagnosed. So tell me about. Life. Could you could you explain to the audience because this is fascinating stuff? And right, I mean, I feel like that word is thrown around a lot, like you said, yeah. and it's like I, I I applaud you for actually looking in and being like, okay, what actually is this, and, and mm -hmm. what does it mean, and versus just telling your wife, ah, oh, you're crazy. I ain't, I ain't a narcissist. You know, you're, you're crazy. You know, and and yeah. so tell us, explain what it is and the symptoms and, and whatnot. So, you know, narcissist personality disorder is a, is a cluster B disorder where people, you know, it's, it comes with a, you know, the nine traits or uh, grandiosity, 
uh, huge egos, you know, lack of, the lack of empathy, you know, just the super extremely delu delusional people, people that are very, very quick to anger and things like that, people that will write off your emotions and people that lie, you know, cheating and gaslighting and things like that. So it, there's a, um, a plethora of things that come along with it. The diagnosis, like I've been in, like I said, I've been in therapy for the last, uh, since October of 2017 for it. And I've been, you know, pumping through. And then like about two years ago, I started my podcast about it. And then last year I started my TikTok account about it. And then I kind of transferred to Instagram and YouTube and wherever I'm going now. And it's just kind of like opening up, opening up people's eyes to just the, the mindset of a person that's, di that's clinically diagnosed with narcissistic personality, personality disorder. So it kind of right. like, because the blankets, you know, a lot of people, you know, people throw around narcissists, you know, uh, all narcissists are evil people. All narcissists can't love. All narcissists don't care about their kids and stuff like that. All narcissists might be homosexual. It's just, you know, the blanket statements. And right. then you put a face to it like mine it's just like look this i've been diagnosed this is the life i'm living this is how i process my thoughts you know this is why i get angry this is why people cheat this is why people lie and gaslight and that's what i've been doing for the last you know over a year on tiktok now it's on instagram and stuff like that now i'm just trying to bring awareness to it and then you know try to get more people into therapy that think they might have similar thought processes that i do you know what i mean and um, like I said, you have a similar, if, like if one of my visit videos resonates with you and you see, you might see yourself in me or whatnot, like go get help. Like you can, you can live a somewhat normal existence like I do, but not have to hide behind who you are. Because for the longest, I've always known that something was wrong with me. I, not, not something wrong. I've known something was different with how I thought and how I processed. How thought. so? Like what, what were some of the symptoms and what, like what were some of the things that you felt like early on, like, okay. My brain works differently than other people. Because mm. uh, I, I would be in a room full of people, like at a funeral or something like that, and everybody would be crying and sad and stuff like that. And I'd just be kind of disconnected from everybody. Like, why is it like, why is this sad? You know, like, it didn't, you know, it didn't happen to you. You know what I mean? I just, I just feel like, I'm like, okay, why is everybody so sad right now in this funeral? Like, you're not dead. Like, why are you, why, why are you sad? It, you know, I didn't understand, like, well, like even growing up in my teenage years, I didn't understand why people would, people would hold hands to show that you were in love. I'm like, isn't this being together enough and stuff like that. Even like in a room full of people, I would feel like I was by myself and everybody was watching me. I'd be paranoid and stuff like that. Like, why am I feeling mm. like this? I would always, you know, just feel different. And so I basically just, the world kind of, it, one of the symptoms is, sorry to interrupt you, like the world yeah. kind of revolves around you and everybody, yeah. you know, I, I mean, now that you're talking about, you know, I, I was so insecure when I was younger. I used to feel that way too. Like everybody's eyes are on me and I never really associated with narcissism. It was more, I thought it was, I was just super sensitive and like, Mm -hmm. so in my own head but yeah i mean now that you're saying that i mean that that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah I, i'm not saying you, that you're a narcissist i just like i just remember these thoughts right. and stuff like that growing up and then i like, just like i always felt like i was out of place you know i you know I, I always felt like i was out of place in certain circumstances and things like that i just like this is you know i don't feel right and i was always you know get extremely angry get extremely disconnected from people and stuff like that i didn't you know just relationships were short-lived it was just, you know, it's just weird. Like everybody else is getting married and in love and stuff like that. And, and but I just would be different. I just like I don't feel, you know, this doesn't feel right, you know. And then, like I said, I end up getting married and you know having kids. And now I'm just like, then my wife threw it at me. And like I said, then I was just, I like, damn, I well now I have answers. Now this, oh, this is why I'm like this. You know what I mean? This is why I, I think this way and have thought this way for so long. And it just kind of bought, you know. 
it brought a little bit of peace to me, but it also brought like a lot of chaos in my mind too, because like if you think back on um, 30 years of how you've been acting and how you've been doing stuff and how you've been caring, you like caring about your life and stuff like that, it does kind of change your mindset and how you like, it just kind of makes you kind of, I know you get caught in the moment of like a little bit of regret and stuff like that for how you've been treating people. Right. But then dude, my therapist kind of kicks in and she, she just says, you know, you have to learn how to forgive yourself and then you have to, you know, try to live your the rest of your life from this point forward, like living in your in, in your truth. Cause you know, living in your truth allows you to be like a little bit more open to, you know, helping people and receiving love and stuff like that. And, you know, having a somewhat normal existence. So I've been, that's why I've been in therapy for my last, uh, last four years doing that, like trying to process that type of stuff and, and living in my truth and things like that. So I just want to shine a big spotlight on this moment and just it kind of said it earlier, but I just really want to emphasize to people, anybody that hears this, watching this. So we all, all of our brains work differently. We're all born uniquely. Nobody's good or bad. Some, you know, nobody's broken. It just means your brain works differently. And if your brain works a certain way, if you try to hide it your whole life, which I used to do as well, um, I used to be so ashamed of the way my brain worked. I would have traded it for anything. Now I wouldn't trade my brain for the world. If, if you try to, right, you, it's the victim versus owner thing. It's like, if you're a victim, it's like, why is my brain broken? Oh, poor me. You know, maybe one day, you know, I'll hit the lottery or something great will happen to me versus like, all right, I'm going to take ownership for the, for this. And I'm going to basically say like, this is who I am and I want to get help. And you're exposing yourself to the world and you've had this huge success. I mean, that's got to feel great. Right. So it's like, ironically, everybody's trying to hide it. And now here you are exposing it and you're killing it. And it's got to feel very freeing. I'd imagine. Right? Yeah. It, it, it feels like I, I can kind of live. Like, yeah, this, this, this is the perfect word to describe it. Actually, it's like, it's kind of free, you know what I mean? But it's also kind of like, because people have such a negative, you know, negative image of what narcissists are do. It's kind of like in my real life when people see me and they see my stuff, they're like, I never knew you were like that. I never knew you. I would have, I would have never guessed, you know, people kind of judge me based on my disorder. They're like, you know, like people are like, I'm, I'm a real estate agent. So people in my, in my own real estate office and started like kind of disliking my stuff on Facebook. And so I'm like, this is weird. You know, it's just like, you liked me before you knew I had a disorder, but now like you like well, have faces on my Facebook stuff. I'm like, that's weird. Like you like, you, like we literally talked and had long conversations, but now because you know, I have a disorder, you're disliking my stuff and putting mad faces and angry stuff in my life. You know, and that's the, the and that's kind of comes with the stigma of the narcissism. You know, that's the, that's the stigma that comes with it. Like all narcissists have to be bad people can't be trusted and stuff like that. But you know, I've been in Facebook groups with thousands of people now that, that also have the same disorder that are, you know, scared to live in their truth because they have a disorder. You know, people like people would join those groups and the first thing out of their mouth was like sadness and despair. They'd be like, oh, my goodness, I have NPD. I have narcissistic personality disorder. My life is over. Like it's immediate despair. Like people will even come to those groups with fake pages because they like my boss sees me in here out here fired. I'm like, for having a disorder? I'm like, what did you do? You know, it's like, I can see you getting fired for doing some terrible stuff, but like, just for having some, you know, a, a disorder, like, it, it didn't make sense to me. So, just from that point yeah, on, and, I was like, no. right. I mean, and that's a perfect example of like our society's broken. I'm always saying that we're broken in, in a lot of ways, in that like we grow up and immediately we're starting to be fed what we think we should be. Get in line, join the herd. And if you're different, 
there's something wrong with you, you know, standardized testing, the school system needs to be completely revamped versus like focusing in on like, okay, this is how your brain works. This is how your brain works. All right, let's figure out how to make your brain based on the brain that you have, how to make that work the best for you in your life so that you can be the happiest human being. And like you said, I mean, it's like, there's so many negative stigmas with disorders. Narcissism in particular has an extremely negative one because it's like used as like a, a bad word. Like you said, your wife yeah. called you a narcissist and <laughs> most people would be like, F you. I yeah. know, you know, and, but, I, but I, you I, were. I did, to her. I did, I did say she was a narcissist. I did, I did throw it back at her in, in the moment. Cause I, I, I of course. Knew, like, I didn't know the definition. It was some, it was something clinical. I just thought it was like, she, she was calling, she was saying that I was full of myself. And I was just like, like, why would you say that? You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I'm confident because I have a lot of stuff going on. I'm trying to do, you know, like you said, I've been in the self-help and Tony Robbins and Les Brown and all that Jim Rome. I've been reading that stuff and listening to that stuff for years upon years, trying to figure out like how to be a better person and stuff like that. Cause I know my thought process was way different than what I was reading and doing. I was like, I need to be a better person. So let me listen to this Tony Robbins. Let me listen to this Les Brown. Let me, this Jim Rome on repeat. Yeah, man. Good for you. I, you know, That's it. To try to just to, to try to you know progress forward and stuff like that, and I was just trying my hardest, to, you know, just just to be a better person. But I never knew I like it was actually a, an issue because like I, have, I actually have a twin brother, you know, that he's not he doesn't have the same personality disorder I have. He's like a, a great person. He's a school teacher, lots of friends, you know, everybody likes him and stuff like that. It's just it's, and me, anyway, I'm a real estate agent. And I, you know, I have a little some TikTok popularity right now and stuff. But people tend to dislike me for the I, mean, I, I can be funny and stuff like that too. But like people tend to dislike me because of the disorder because they know now. The, like previously, like I said previously, they didn't know I, I had it. But when I, when I come out on, in public and people start sharing my stuff, and I had a but some like a lot some people that I do know in real life do reach out to me and be like, oh my god, I, I never guessed I would have never guessed you had that. Um, all the conversations we had and stuff like that, and you listened to me and stuff like that, and I was just like, okay, cool. Because one real estate agent called me one day. She said she was dealing with somebody that was treating her terribly or whatever. So she got on YouTube and she was just like looking at narcissist videos. And she saw my face. And she was like, what is he doing on here? And she clicked it and she was just like, what? And, you know, she, I've been knowing him for years. You know, we took real estate school together. So she was like, I would have never guessed that. And I was like, and that's the point, though. That's, that's the danger right. behind it. Because you would have never guessed. And people, you know, I know people, like, he's too nice. He's too aware to be a narcissist. Like, he talks too good to be a narcissist person. But that's the point, though. It's like covert narcissism is the point. Like, you would never suspect it. So if I am mentally abusing somebody, you would never guess if they came out and told it out loud. It's like, he mentally abused me. He was lying to me, cheated on me. And they're like, no, he's actually a pretty funny guy. He's a great person. Like, no. So my reputation would precede myself. So you can't really say anything bad about me with people not believing it. So I kind of kind of came out in the open and talked about it more. And people are just like, Wow, I didn't. I would have never guessed that, and it, that actually helps me process my thought process with my dad or with my mom or my current wife or husband or whatever. Like that, it helps me move on from them to know that you know they might not ever be able to treat me like that. I need to be treated. So like you know, I don't want to break up relationships and stuff like that. But ten people tend to be getting treated terribly by narcissists, and that's where the, that's where the stigma comes from. Like because a lot of narcissists do treat people terribly because they don't know what's going on inside their heads. They, they're just like reacting, you know. And, you know, so how, how, so what are some of the, like, you know, some of these things that, that a narcissist, a typical narcissist will do? Somebody just commented, yes, people say it all the time about my husband. He's so great to everyone else. So is it like, so to their, 
to their immediate, they're, they're real bad, but then to everybody else, they're great. And like, how do you know, what are some yeah. of these things that they do? Typically the people closest to a narcissist get treated the worst. They just get, it's like, it's, it's either the kids, the wife, the husband, people closest to the narcissist, the person do get treated the worst because like you have the, the, the people closest to the narcissist have the ability to hurt the narcissist more than anybody else because they know the truth mm. about them. They can expose them. So they have mm. to keep, they have to kind of keep you close, but at arms late at the same time. It's kind of like grabbing you by the collar and put, pulling you in, but taking the other hand and pushing you away. You know, it's just kind of like doing it at wow. the same time. Like, so they do stuff to love, to show you they love and care about you, but they also lie to you, cheat on you, do all kinds of manipulative, manipulative stuff to you behind the scenes where people would never guess that this happening to you. So a lot of times when, like, victims of narcissistic abuse come forward, people don't believe them. So that's why they keep quiet. It's like, what I'm going to do well, I'm going to say anything about this person. Nobody's going to believe me. I might as well keep it to myself and just let that person go on with their life, with their livelihood and stuff like that because no one would ever believe me. No one would ever say anything like that as well. So it just, you know, that's, that's what I'm trying to help people with too. I'm just like, I, my goal is to just bring awareness to it. So people, a lot of people don't have answers to what they're going through. So if they pop up my YouTube video, my TikTok, my Instagram, they're like, whoa, that's not like, you know, that sounds like my wife right there. But it's not like my husband. Like, wait. Right. I, you know, I walk on eggshells every day. I don't feel right. Well, I don't. Feel, I, I can't express my emotions to this person because they get angry at me. Because one of the one of the main symptoms of narcissist is the, is like rage. Narcissistic rage is a thing. So when you express yourself to a narcissist or you trying to convey your emotions to a narcissist, they'll get mad at you. Like, shut up! I don't want to hear it right now. Blah blah. You know, and they'll scream at you and yell at you because I tell people this all the time. Like, anger is the easiest emotion to express, and I, I know a lot of people say it's a secondary emotion, but anger is literally the easiest thing to express so and anger gets the job done so well i can tell a situation where a normal person would tell you i love you like i'm listening to you a narcissist will say the same thing he'll say look i just shut up be quiet right now i want to talk about it and both situations have been resolved but one of them is lingering you know <laughs> one of the situations is lingering right. put on pause because you just got screamed at and yelled at and but the narcissist goal was to get you to be quiet so the goal was achieved, but like now you don't feel like you were heard and things like that. So this situation is like, it just continues going on and on and on until somebody puts a stop to it, until somebody brings awareness to it and things like that, you know? And I said, like, I don't, uh, do, I don't, I think people think, like, a lot of people have started to think I'm just like a, a male feminist out here trying to, to, to demonize men because, you know, they, they, everybody thinks only men can be narcissists, but like women can be narcissists as well, you know? And I try to, explain that stuff to people in my, I do a lot of skits and demonstrations. So I try to explain to people that, that women can be narcissists as well. You might be raised by a narcissistic mother that made you feel guilty about leaving her or doing anything for yourself that you didn't appreciate her sacrificing everything to raise you. Hey baby, you know, I, I sacrificed everything to raise you. You need to feel, you need to be grateful for this, you know, and just like, <laughs> and stuff like that to take you on a guilt trip and things. Of that right. Nature. Um, Man, this is so this is so interesting. So I, I want to kind of bring it back to the gamification stuff. I, I'm still laughing about how I thought that. I am so glad that you are doing what you're doing, and that I, you know, this is so cool. But so I want to like so gamification, as I said at the beginning, you know, it's a big part. Like to me, it's all about kind of tricking your brain into yeah. wanting to take the actions that are good for you to healing. So I want to kind of ask you how you're maybe gamifying your narcissism and. It's it's probably a, a tricky question so, for somebody it, that doesn't quite understand it. Explain again how you just said it. Though, I was getting I was getting a grasp. How do you? 
Oh, no worries. I was saying, how do you gamify your narcissism? And so, for example, the way I would see it, and, and when I say gamify, I mean, using uh -huh. science, technology, using, using kind of the tools around you to bring awareness and to help not only others, but yourself. To me, I mean, I think it's pretty clear, you know, the oh. TikTok that you're yeah, using, so, right? So perfect. Yeah, so per that's what I wanted to, to get clarity on. So yeah, I, I would say definitely gamification falls in. That's actually the perfect definition of what I do because I, I've had to actually manipulate my mind into, you know, expose myself and going through shame and regret and stuff like that, which is my biggest fear is like shame, fear, and regret. I expose myself to feed my ego and stuff like that sometimes, you know, because, you know, I don't, the likes and the subscribers and the followers don't really do anything for me. Well, but when people say they change, like that I changed their lives and stuff like that, I have manipulated my mind into just like taking that as an ego boost, as opposed to putting people down and manipulating people and lying to people. Cause you know, in a narcissistic brain, like putting people down helps to pick us up. It helps to like, it helps to, when a narcissist puts somebody down, it's to build themselves up. Like now I feel better. Cause God put you, I, I took you down a notch and I put my, pick myself up a notch. So now I don't have to do that. I've kind of tricked my brain into like, I can pick you up a notch and I can go. I love it. You know, why can't we help? Yeah. Each other? Why, why can't, why can't it be a symbiotic relationship where we're, we're both gaining something and you know, we're both gaining and like, do people get hurt in the process sometimes? Yeah. But I, like, no matter what you do, you're going to offend somebody. You're going to hurt somebody's feelings and stuff like that. But like the goal is to always help way more than you hurt. So I've definitely have, definitely have to manipulate my brain into taking good stuff, like flipping it to a good thing as opposed to a bad thing. Like where you can get a little gain, I can get a little gain. Cause like I said, throughout these self-help books and stuff like that, I've read over the years, it's just like the more people you help get what they want, you get what you want. You know, that's what, like, like this one of the, the terms that kind of flows through all the books that I've been reading, you know, and all the stuff that I've read and hear it's like, so I've been like helping more people get what they want and I've been getting what I want, you know? So it's kind of like a, like I said, a symbiotic relationship where like everybody, it works together. It flows together. So it, it definitely has helped. Like I, but I have like literally had to manipulate my mind to doing this type of stuff. Like, yeah, I just like had to trick myself and like, okay, you can help people and you can feel just as good. <laughs> you can get that same high from her, like putting yelling and screaming as you can from lifting people up and just like, hey, look, congrats on that right there. Yeah. Yeah. So you, it's kind of like we raise each other. You know, I'm climbing, but I'm pulling people up with me. You know, I mean? it's not going up the mountain by yourself. Like you can climb and pull people up with you at the same time. So yeah, I've definitely, like, I feel like that definition is, is very good. You know, <laughs> man, dude, I'm so glad I asked you that question. You just nailed that. Not a lot of people can kind of grasp that, the, the gamification mm -hmm. of it. To me, it's, I mean, I was saying at the beginning when, you know, and I, we would have talked about gamification regardless of who I thought you were because it's mm -hmm. a big part of what I'm doing. And, you know, I think it's really neat to see how, you know, the, well, the great Stan Lee, what is his quote? With great power, there must also come great responsibility. Right? Yeah. So it's like we have all this technology, we have all these things, and it's like, okay, how are you using it? How, you know, are you using it for good or evil? Did you, have you seen that documentary, The Social Dilemma? By chance? No, I, I haven't watched it yet. People keep you gotta watch people, that, man. I need, I need to watch it. Yeah, I, I do need to watch it. Yeah. You'd love it. It ties into kind of what we're talking about and that a lot of these companies, you know, I don't think they started out to be evil like Facebook, Larry Page <laughs> from Google, Mark Zuckerberg, but the genie's <laughs> out of the bag and they kind of, they, they have to make a profit. They owe their shareholders, you know, the mm -hmm. fiduciary responsibility to make as much money as possible that has nothing to do with the wellness and the happiness of its users, right? So it's people like you and me that are actually going out there and people are gonna be addicted to their phones regardless. You can't stop that. 
But if they're going to be addicted, let's have them seeing things like what you're doing and you're kind of yeah. gamifying it. You're, you're edutainment. You're, you're helping people learn and they're enjoying the ride. They're improving. You're improving because you're getting that feedback. And like you said, it's a symbiotic, beautiful relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that's like I said, when you, said when, you, when you describe what a gamification is, I'm like, that's like, that's literally what I've been doing. I was like, yeah, that's the, yeah. that puts like, that puts it in such simpler terms right there. Like one word. <laughs> Which I, I love like, it. That's why I wanted you to repeat that. Like, wait, did you, did you refer to that? Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What I've been doing, like, <laughs> in way less words, you know. I'm just like, okay, that, that's cool because, like, that's like that's literally what I've been, what I've been doing, like, through my therapy session because I was trying to figure out how, like, of course, therapy benefits me because I get to go home and, and talk to my wife and have a relationship with my wife and kids and things like that. But it also, I was like, it, it, it can be so much bigger than what it is. Like I said, I, I think back to those little narcissist groups I was in on Facebook when everybody joined in there. I thought it felt like they just run into the room and just dive on the floor and start crying. Like my life is over. I'm like, why do you feel like that? You know, I'm just like, this this is weird. Like we got to feel like this because you know, because like we literally have you know like a disorder. Like I, you know, I just like. Okay, but then I said, I like, let me go speak on this. Let me, like, let me tell my friends and family first. So I started doing doing videos on my, just my personal Facebook page. Like, hey, guys, I've been therapy. This is what I've been going through. And, you know, I, got, I thought I was going to get a lot of hate and stuff like that, but people were, like, literally coming out. Just like, oh, my goodness, that sounds so good. And people started calling, like, other real estate agents started calling me and just having conversations with me about it. Like, man, I feel that same way. So I've been on this. I've been, like, you gave me so many answers by that video you did. Like this feels like this, like I feel great now. Like, I feel like I'm not by myself going through this. I'm not, I feel like I'm not alone in this mindset. One of my constant minds, my, my constant thoughts was like I feel I, I felt like I'm by myself. I always felt like nobody would understand what I was going through. Nobody would understand this mindset. And I always felt like I was by myself, even though I had a twin brother. You know, even though I had a lot of friends and stuff in high school, I played sports and stuff like that. I just felt like nobody would understand me. But the fact that I come out. Now I'm talking about it, and so many people understand. I like it's, you know, I like it's insane. Like even like people in those like those groups I was in, that, those groups used to be like two or three hundred people. Now there's like six thousand people in there, you know, talking about their their this their personality disorders and their mental health and their therapy and trying to get help because they saw my Man. video. Like I'm like that's that like that's that's cool. You know, I, I sit back and watch like that is insane. That is really really cool. I'm like I like that. You know. I get the, the the same good feeling I used to get from screaming and raging, the getting all the anger out. I get I got that from reading a status that was dedicated to me, not knowing I was in that group. They didn't know I was in that group. They're just like, I'm I'm tired of hurting my wife and kids or whatever. I was like, I need some help. I'm like, and watching Lee Hammond's videos on YouTube really opened my eyes up to this. I'm like, yeah, I just I get my little self a clap. I'm like, yay, you know. <laughs> who's the group, by the way? I, I may have interviewed who's who's what who's the person that runs um, the group that you're in? Is it Rebecca? Uh, who? Rebecca Zong, by any chance? Oh no, no, no! Uh, it's, a, it's a different group. I, I know, I know who she, I know, I know who she is. I think I just saw her. Her YouTube just popped up. But this, this is a group for like people with the personality disorder. It's like people like it's like self-aware narcissist groups. So people who have been diagnosed with it. So it's like it's a group that like not for like the I mean, some of some survivors or you know victims tend to join the groups or not to learn and ask questions, trying to get clarity on how to, to live their lives better with their, you know, current significant other or their brothers or family member or whoever they're dealing with. But most of the people in there are like li- literally people who have been in therapy or trying to get the therapy. Like like me, when I first got started, like in 2016, I was just like, I was just in those groups, quiet, kind of scared. Like, I don't right. want to get judged. I just want um. But then you start seeing people's statuses come up. And you, you like you see people's statuses like that's a little like some something that I would write you know I, it's just like a safe space for narcissists which sounds weird you know <laughs> um, 
it would be in there. Like I was, uh, this sounds like me. I was like, yeah, yeah. right. I mean, but it's just <laughs> to know you're not alone and there's other people. Yeah. It makes you just feel again like you're not this like freak of nature. But it's like okay, you know, this is my brain works this way. And other people's brains work this way, and you know, just talk. I mean, that, that's really wonderful. Again. Yeah. The Stanley technology, you guys are using it the right way. So kudos, good for you. I love it. Yeah, I love hearing that stuff. Like, like, like when you describe when you, when you gamification, I was like, that's exactly it. I, that's like the perfect definition for what I've like literally been doing. That's why, that's why I want you to repeat it. I was like, that's it. I've been saying that for so long. I was like, like literally, this is why I've, I've had to kind of manipulate my mind and my state to get that same feeling I used to get from being raging and screaming and stuff like that to like helping people it, it attribute me to you know, helping them move on with their lives and helping them like live better existences. I was like, like that's it right there. You know, I love now, it, man. You know, well, let's do. Do they do on so TikTok? I just I just started an account. You you're way ahead of me. I'm preaching my stuff just like you are. We should do an interview on there. Do they? Can you you do interviews on there? Yeah, yeah, you can, well, do, yeah right? you, you can do that. Yeah, you can do it. Uh, uh, I think they call it a dual lives. So you, you can do like kind yeah, of. Yeah, like let's do a. Like yeah, let's do, I'll set that up if you're interested. We can talk about gamification and narcissism. I think a lot yeah, of people yeah, would be, be really perfect. interested. Like I said, that's, exactly, that's exactly what I've been doing right there. I've been, like I said, that's the perfect definition for like exactly what like what I've been trying to preach to people, you know, that might be like, might be diagnosed that might think they have traits and things like that. But like you can like if you put the work and time in and just want to like you have, it, it's hard work. You know what I mean? I always tell people it's, it's harder. It's, it's hard. I think it's harder to be aware of the stuff that you've been doing than it is to be unaware. Because like, if you're unaware, you're just kind of living your life. You, you might notice something's going on. You might know that you're different, but you're still living your life. Like, being aware, like, everything, like, comes full circle. Like, you see the stuff that you're doing. Like, you, you can make active choices. I'm like, I can choose to be bad right now, but I'm not going to do it. You know, I was just like, it'd be, it'd be better. Like, bad does not benefit me right now. So it's Right. Good. It's like more you're stepping outside and you're not just seeing foot in front of you and, like, the low-hanging fruit, which you, that also ties to gamification. It's sort yeah. of like... The long, using tricking your brain into seeing the big picture, the whole game, and not just you know what's directly in front of you, but sort of saying, okay, like if I do this, what's the long term repercussion? Yeah, and that's the problem with a lot of narcissists right there because they'll they'll grab their low hanging fruit right there because it's, it's right it's right there in front of you like oh it's right here you know what I mean? and it's like literally grab it because it's it's easier like it might have some spots on it, it might have like it might be a little rotten but it's easier to grab and chew around that than it is to climb a little tree and get a fresh piece you know what I mean? it's easier to I grab it. so, right yeah. right and, and it's that low-hanging fruit i was just saying that you know I, I preach it all the time like discipline is what we need to be happy like if we just succumb to our every like oh i want to do this it feels good that short term what's in front of us versus like yeah. you know what i need to have the discipline to take the actions that i know are actually good for me and are going to lead to my being happy and, and if you can have that discipline that's happiness. And our world is heading in, in the direction of less and less discipline because you can click a button and get whatever you want. You know, you see these 15 year olds on TikTok that are making zillions of dollars. And, oh, I can do that. You know, it's like, yeah. well, no, it's still, yeah. I mean, there's one out of a, you know, hundred million are going to, but you still have to be good at what you do. You got to put in the work, you got to put in the time and, you know, and, and it feels good when you earn it. Right. Just like yeah. a trust fund, baby. It doesn't feel good when, um, or, or like if somebody gets a million dollars handed to them on their 18th birthday mm -hmm. versus somebody that earned that eight, that million dollars yeah. on their 18th birthday, you go 10 years in the future. Let's just see what happens. Yeah, exactly. What you just said though, just kind of resonated with me too. Cause like you said, one, one of like 10 million people 
people people don't focus on the ten million; they focus on that one. Like, well, there's already one of. Why why can't I be the second one? You know, and they focus on that one, and they put that. They like I said, they just focus on that one. They try to do the instant gratification stuff like that because, like, you know, society is moving. Like, is like you said, you everything is at the at the at the tip of your fingers, like dating, tip of your fingers, you know, related food, like literally everything. Like you don't have to leave the house no more. Like you can literally sit in the house and get everything you want. <laughs> you can right? from home. You can date from home. You can <laughs> you can eat from home. Like you literally don't have to leave to leave your house anymore. Like and that's the way society has, you know, that's the way the world is, is headed from. Like I can talk to my Alexa and have her order me something from Amazon or, you know, it's just like Everything is like it's microwave society, like instant gratification, like quick, 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 right here. Like people don't want to work for it because they see like, somebody else that didn't have to work for it. Like, oh, you got a million dollars on your 18th birthday? Why did not get that? And then just the mindset—it's just the mindset of society today. So I, I definitely understand that right there because I was one of the people who focused on the, the one of <laughs> the one, the one of 10 million. Like, why can't I be that one? <laughs> what can I be that month? Right, right. And, and that's that victim. I mean, to me, it all comes back to like, you want to talk about 10K view, that victim versus owner mentality, right? Mm -hmm. If you're a victim in life, it's all like, my brain's broken and, or, or you know, I, maybe I'll win the lottery. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll get, I'll just keep posting. I'll get lucky and I'm not really going to put much time and effort into it versus an owner that goes, okay, here's what I want to do in life. This is where I want to be. This is how many you know, this is the influence I want to have. This is my goal. And how do I get there? And I, I need to keep, and like you were saying earlier, you, you, you read all these books, like people don't probably understand that. They just go, Oh, this guy, just like, here's an example. Somebody probably sees you and goes, Oh, this guy just started talking about his narcissism. And now he's got like all these followers. It's like, no, this has been a, a journey for you. Oh, Oh my God. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> people think, like, people think it's just like, it started four years ago in therapy, but no, it started way before that because, like I said, I've been reading. Like, I'll show you, my Audible app is full, like, literally full of books and stuff like that I've been reading. Like, I haven't read the Bible last I wouldn't have read the Bible last year because I wanted to be, open my mind up to, like, more religious aspects and, like, the higher power and stuff like that. I'm, the book I'm reading right now, I'm actually reading the Quran right now. I want to see that side of things. You know, I'm just like, I've been trying to open my mind to receiving information for a very, very long time. So when I, you know, when you go to therapy, you receive a diagnosis of like, or when your wife screams it at you, and then you go to therapy, like you, you, my mind is more open to receiving things because I've been like, in like I've been open, I've been receiving information for the longest. It's helped me get this far. Like, why can't I receive more information that I can use to better myself? Because you know, it, right? Whatever you, whatever you have, like you, people people twist it, and people can twist and turn their situation into something good. Like I saw a guy the uh, other day on TikTok got cut in half on a, a, a construction site accident and now he got a youtube channel with millions of followers i'm like i like that is like he flipped it in something good like he got his body cut in half and like which a lot of people to give up on but like he flipped it into a, a youtube channel where he gets millions i don't think he had millions, millions of subscribers he, he gets millions of views i'm like which is like they flipped that into something good they could have just been sitting at home not filming it right i'm sorry for themselves mm -hmm. yep victim I love it, man. Uh, well, dude, I don't want to. Uh, we we got to save some for our. We're gonna do a dual live. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll set that up. I mean, this is this is awesome. We can, I, yeah, TikTok. We can crush it, and pe people will eat this up, especially on TikTok. Not that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my podcast, so I'm gonna be. You know, we're gonna cut up the best clips from here. We're gonna put it on our Instagram page. We're also mm -hmm. gonna you know have our podcast, put it on our other pages as well, and then um, yeah, let's do one live on TikTok. Let me. I like to end the. I like to end the interviews with this question you know 
and I guess I'll, I'll frame it in terms of the narcissism. What is a, a, a failure habit you had when you were a narcissist that since becoming aware and going through therapy and self-awareness and all these changes and, and seeing what the symptom is, what have you replaced that with? What kind of habit maybe are you, have you replaced that with that's helping you build versus lose momentum? I say I feel, I feel like the worst thing I used to do before I, before I was diagnosed, before I was aware, of, I, I I wasn't open to listening to other people, like people who I knew, people who like people who were close to me. I wasn't open to listening to them because they, they never had the lifestyle that I wanted. Like you know, I've read so many books. Like don't listen. To, like if they don't have the lifestyle you want, don't take advice from them. You know, so I would just immediately shut people down or cut them off or just like scream at them, yell at them. Who depending on which which role they played in my life, I wouldn't listen to them. But mm -hmm. now. Where I'm at right now, I, I'm I'm more open to listening to people and not taking everything as criticism because that's one of the, the traits of narcissism. Like everything is, that's not good is received as criticism. So I was just like, so not you, taking things personally. Yep, not taking things personally. I just listen to it. Like even though I might take it personally at first, I'm like, oh, I was like, wait, what do they mean by this? So I, I've learned to kind of slow down and receive information differently and process mm. it before I respond. You know, so I I, I think I would say now. I respond versus reacting. Like I, I take time to respond versus like listen, yeah. hearing it and reacting immediately. So I take time now, just like okay, let me see where this is going, and then like let me process. And it just that simple thing right there has helped me live a very, very you know, a better existence than what I used to live. You know, it's helped me. Go I love right. it, man. Again, owner versus victim. Yeah. Responding <laughs> versus reacting. Right. Yeah. An owner takes takes the bull by the horns and says, "This is how I'm going to handle it," versus just. It's coming at me, and there's nothing I can do about it, and I'm just going to mm -hmm. play defense. Dude, yeah. thank you so much for being on, Lee. This is this was awesome. This turned into yeah, a, I've, a little – Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've written down some notes, too, because I've, I've I got a lot from the two. I was like, yeah, the, the, the word discipline, I put in capital letters over here. I was like, I, I got I to gotta focus on the discipline. More. Discipline, like, man. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I, I, I have a whole – I've been typing away. Yeah, I wasn't working on the project. I always kind of try to hide it, but it – I yeah. know sometimes it's, uh, I, I take notes on the show and I highlight the things and I let my people know, hey, these are the clips I want you to, to clip out because we had some real gems in here. So awesome, man. We'll set up a, a dual live. I'm looking forward to it. And right. um, thanks Likewise. for being on, Lee. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Take care, bud. That's it for the five core life. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that like button on this video and pound that subscribe button so you get notified when new episodes drop. Also, please fill out the free five core life evaluator quiz. It's a great way to get a baseline of where you are and the five cores and which of the five cores you need support. In addition, you'll get some actionable advice that you can apply and start improving your life in the areas that you need it most. That's it for today's episode of the five core life podcast. Have a wonderful day. Get moving, gain momentum, join the movement. Join Emmett by going to moremomentum.com to take a free life evaluator quiz on where you currently stand in each of your five course.